What's going on? This is episode 59 of the I'm Just Sad show with uh, your host, Justin Worley here. How's everybody doing on this wonderful Labor Day weekend? Yep, Labor Day. Bunch of broads having kids coming out their twats. Is that what that's for? Is that what Labor Day is for? Was it for the working man? Sip a beer for the working man. What does Labor Day... What is... I don't even know this answer. What does Labor Day stand for? Anybody know why we have this holiday? As you're yelling it at your uh, device that you're listening to. Labor Day meaning. Meaning. Let's see. What does it say? A public holiday or day of festivities held in honor of working people. That would be me. It's my holiday. It's my holiday. Anyway, I hope you had a great time this weekend with your family, your friends. You were out grilling. You were out drinking, out having a good time. Because now we're in the middle of a fucking hurricane. What's the name of this hurricane? Deshaun? Something like that? It's a bleak name. Hurricane is a bleak name this year right now. It's bleak. Now, what is it? Uh, Hurricane. Hurricane Dorland. Dor. Is that an I? Is it an I or an L? Dorlan or Dorian? Looks like Dorlan. Dorian. It's Dorian when I actually click on it and make it bigger. Hurricane Dorian. Yeah, we got some rain over here. So you might hear some pitter-patter. Pitter patter on the roof. But other than that, it should just be the normal, phenomenally, phenomenally entertaining show that you get every week from me. I'd like to address something. Who out there gets to determine what funny is? Can somebody answer that question? Who gets to determine what funny is? And who gets to determine what you're allowed to laugh at? And what you're allowed to talk about? And what's offensive? I, I don't think any one person or group should be allowed to feel like they have the power to say, that's not funny, you shouldn't be allowed to say that. Now, I, you, you can think things aren't funny, that's not my argument. You, you're allowed to just not like something. You're allowed to not like something. You're allowed to be offended. That is your right. You can be offended. And in that, in that case of offense or, you know, you don't think it's funny and you don't enjoy it, don't listen to it. Right? I think that's the easy thing to do, right? Don't listen. Funny is interpreted... To the listener, just because you don't find something funny 
doesn't mean everyone else listening doesn't find it funny. Also, people take things personally when it comes to humor. You may have laughed at, oh, I don't know, 80 to 90% of what was said because it didn't hit home. It didn't pertain to you. But then the one thing that pertains to you and all of a sudden, eh, this person isn't funny. No, 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 not funny, no, no. You don't get to make that choice. And by the way, if you're laughing at all the other things that were said, then you should take the thing that hits home. I don't know if this makes any sense, but I, I have to I have to be a little vague here. But just because you don't like something doesn't mean other people shouldn't be allowed to enjoy it. Does that make sense? Makes sense, as my therapist would say. Makes sense. Anyway, I did my first open mic. This is not related to my... <laughs> shitty segue that was. This is not related to the the funny thing. Uh, actually, I will play a clip of a very brilliant man, Patrice O'Neill, trying to explain this, if I can find it. Uh, Patrice O'Neill... Funny interview. See if I can find it. Yeah, this is it. This is off of uh, Fox News. Patrice O'Neill is arguing who gets the side to decide what funny is, and I agree whole fucking heartedly. So next up on the chopping block, XM Satellite Radio DJs Opie and Anthony. They're under fire now for airing joking comments about. Raping Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice, will they be the next to go? Is radio cleaning house after the IMUS debacle? With me now, New City President, now New City President Sonia Osario. She took part in a recent protest calling for radio stations to stop, stop supporting negative language in music and talk radio, and also our favorite stand up comic, Patrice O'Neill. Thank you, sir. Patrice, uh, are ONA next? I hope not. I hope JV, I wish JV and I was in losing job or Imus. It's funny. This is the thing. I, I have. I don't know her, but I'm, a, I'm assuming that she has nothing to do with funny. So I'm going to speak as the expert on funny. Funny people should just be left to trying to be funny. What if, what if they're not funny? Then you made a mistake. But how many, listen, how many times has an unfunny, how many... Unfunny rape jokes lead to rape. Like I don't know how many jokes about rape there are. There's a lot, but your your world is not funny. Your world is uh, next next on the big story. <laughs> My world is people trying to be funny. Well, I mean, you, you think it's okay to try to make jokes about rape? I'm diabetic. I make fun of that. I'm a victim. I might lose a toe, but I'm trying to make funny of. I'm trying to make fun of anything I I think I can make fun of. Sonia, you know. What's happening now, it's the marketplace okay. is deciding what's appropriate or what's not appropriate. It's, I think the nation is just tired. There's a new mood in the nation. What nation? The nation. You know what? We're tired of things that is are just the nation is paper and you? I'm, the, I'm not the nation. I'm just speaking for me and funny. You're speaking for the nation or you're speaking for... Yeah, you know why? Because I remember six years ago doing a 
something against Anthony Opening because they were just so outrageous and their violent images that they put out to women was just uncalled for. And now, now, I think people... Do you think they were trying to be funny? I think now people in this country are tired. You know what? I don't care if they're trying to be funny. That's what I'm saying. Why are you in that business? I've been to your show once, and it wasn't very funny being a woman. It was hilarious. When you talked about... That's why she doesn't like me. I was in the paper with her, and the joke is hilarious. called The Angry Pirate. And the lady who wrote it in in her outrage didn't even know what it meant. And anybody who read it laughed because they know what funny... You're not living in the context of funny. You're living in the context of fire. have every right to be as funny as they want. They can go out and try to be as funny as they want, make as much funny, make as much money being as funny as they want. This is what's happening. There is a change in this country. People are realizing they have an opportunity to speak out. And advertisers are listening. You're not talking. You're not talking. You're not talking to who I talk to. And you're not going to get paid as much money anymore. Sonia Patrice, look at this. That's what it is. The marketplace. More CBS radio firings. They've been on. They've been on a tear lately. All right. Are they cleaning house, or is this the PC cops run amok? You know what it is, John. You know what it is while you're reading that paper. It's the PC cops run amok. Well, you think Who's she's the PC, a PC cop? cop? Of course she is. She's, she has an entire encyclopedia of, of her stance on it, but it's no passion involved. It's not a real... This is just what she has to say. We are outraged and oh, fired and fired a, an and fired. Name-calling. I'm outraged. I am outraged. You should, you should be. I am a fool. Now, if I called you a fool, ah! You know what? People are feeling a new sense of entitlement. Who are these people? In this country. Who are the people? A new How can sense you, of entitlement. So here's, what, here's my question. How can you justify a bad joke, a joke that isn't funny? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Go ahead. Attempt it. That isn't funny, doesn't get any laughs, and is about raping a the first black woman to ever become the Secretary of State oh, of the United States. throw that at me. Well, why not? The attempt... Is what I'm trying to fight for. The joke may or may... Funny jokes and unfunny jokes are, are come out of the same birth. Thank you, you. you. You don't know if anything is going to be funny. You should attempt don't to be you, able to make anything don't funny. do you think a joke about rape is doomed to be not funny? No. It's possible, but I've heard them. I've heard You've them. heard a funny rape joke? Uh, I'd say a couple. Watch my HBO special. I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, Patrice, will, Patrice says that if you're having sex with a woman, doggy style, and if you Wrong. Hit, her in the, hit her in the head just the right no, time. No, it's ejaculate in her eye and kick her in the shin, and she walks <laughs> no, around like, argh, it's the angry pirate. No, no, That's no. what she was he trying to say. a violent act of hitting her in the back of her head, her body. It's called the donkey punch. Which will then. Why are you laughing? She's outraged. It's called the donkey punch. It's whole humor that she has no Here's clue what it is. You the same problem that Opie and Anthony does. You can't say just anything on the air. You can say anything you want. It might not be funny. You might get in trouble for Absolutely. it. But you should be able to be attempted. And plus, when is a crazy bum going to get an opportunity to rape the president? The, the president's wife, John? trying to be funny. All right, Patrice, why aren't I hearing Al Sharpton complain about this thing involving Congress? Because it wasn't involving uh, young uh, black women. Well, it was involving a very prominent black woman. Well, where was she during during young black... Everybody has their agenda. I was there. I was there. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. All right, excuse me. But well, why am I not hearing from Sharpton? Because it doesn't concern him. It's not concerning him. It's black... It's, anyway, you, know, you on, get the point. Know, you get the point. I feel like my point is proven. Now we all sat there and listened to a fucking YouTube clip. But you get my point. 
Funny is is up. To, it all comes from the same spot. It's all an attempt to make something funny, whether it's a horrible subject or not. And if it sucks, it sucks. But you don't get to tell me that I can't attempt that. All right. Uh, I did my first uh, open mic, and it went phenomenal. I can't complain. Now, they were very welcoming people there. There was a very welcoming group of uh, comics uh, that were very supportive. And and I really appreciate that part of it. Um, It was at the Reading Comedy Outlet last Thursday. And I plan on going back many, many times because I have a few things I want to work on. I want to continue to go. Um, it is something that uh, that I like to pursue. But we will see. I told the, uh, as you all know, I told the fingering the girl in the ass by accident on the school bus and the girl laughing with my cock in her, my cock in her mouth. No offense. No offense to anybody that might be offended. But she laughed with my cock in her mouth. And she was a Native American. You lie about cock size. You say your cock bigger. Your cock not as big as you say. I go plant corn now. Anyway. No offense. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that was my... Uh, that was my week. I uh, I went up there. I was nervous as fuck. There were some very funny people there, by the way. Very uh, interesting comedians. Um, but yeah, I, I I went. I gave it a shot, and I think I did well. Now coming back, having to do new material. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know how good it's going to go. If it even goes good, no clue. No clue. That's what I've got to say. You know what? I didn't even watch any Penn State football this weekend. Penn State had their home opener. And I have no idea what they did. Was it home? I don't even know if it was home. College football started this weekend. And I didn't watch a goddamn second of it. Let's go. What did they do? They played. Oh. Did they play? I am so far behind when it comes to college football right now. I know, I, I swore Penn State had its opening weekend this week. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, there we go. 79 to 7. Let's see. See who did what. Now, they played fucking Idaho, so that's nothing. Bunch of fucking potato head white guys. You can't handle a field of blacks. Season opener number 15. That's not a great ranking to start the year, but they lost a lot of seniors. Saquon Barkley. That's two years ago. Miles Sanders last year. Uh, oh, their game stopped being competitive about a minute and a half into the game. <laughs> That's what the article says. That's not good. Um, when the visitors from FCS went for it on fourth and one from their own 34 and didn't make it on the initial possession of the afternoon. Nittany Lions scored early and often, putting up points on 13 of 16 drives and a 79-7 obliteration of the Vandals. Uh, it was the most points they scored since defeating Cincinnati 81-0 in 1991. Did anybody, were there any good highlights? Anybody do anything? Veteran corner Josh John Reed, St. Joseph Prep. What, what's the stat line here? 
Did what's going on with the quarterbacks? Uh, Penn State fans, a good percentage of who've retreated to their gas grills and their tailgate parties as the second half wore on. Sean Clifford okay overcame a shaky first couple of drives for a three hundred thirty-seven total yards of offense. Oh, I really was wasn't going in nervous when I got off the bus," said Clifford. Uh, seems like uh, I don't know. They beat Idaho. What the fuck? They beat Idaho. I don't know why we're all excited. What's their schedule look like? Let's look this up. Google. Penn State football schedule. All right. Well, how do, why don't they have Idaho on here? They don't fucking need it. This thing sucks. Oh, there it is right there. That was a citrus bowl. That was last year. Okay. So they have Pitt coming up. They win. They win against Pitt. Purdue, they win. Michigan. Uh, is it at Michigan? Does it matter? I think it's at home. So it's in Penn State. That's the only way they win that. That's the only way they win that. Anyway, they got uh, nothing really until Michigan on the uh, 19th of October. One dead! Oh yeah, by the way, news. One dead! Not in the football game. And six injured after hazmat incident at California Hotel. Story written by Karma Hassan. Halamala! Kalama Halama Kalamala! 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 Anyway. Niall. What are you doing, Niall? Horn. What are you doing, Horn? I go to the firework, Horn. Baby, you're a firework. Go on, show us what it's worth. Make it go high, 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 deep into the sky, 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 before I cut off your fucking head, you infidel. Anyway, people, you will know Niall when he comes on the show. Niall and Horn will be on the show at some point, and you will enjoy it, because I fucking said so. Anyway, one woman is dead. Thank God it's abroad. No, just kidding. No offense. One woman is dead and six people were taken to taken to hospital after a hazardous material that doesn't read right taken to the hospital after a hazardous materials incident. Oh, if I just read a little longer and I had some patience. At the Fairmont Hotel in San Jose, California, according to the fire department. Um the call first came in June and just after ten AM. Uh, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Saturday. It was originally reported that someone attempted suicide using chemicals. We cannot confirm this was a suicide. This one, it, there is one fatality. In addition, six people were taken to the hospital. What was the, what was the hazmat? Uh, what they smelled made them want to go to the next level of protection, which is less comfortable. Uh, explaining that firefighters changed into suits that would not absorb the chemicals. Crews were... Uh, what, what, what was it? There was a liquid on the floor of the room and the countertop. Uh, whether that's mouthwash or hazardous chemicals will be determined by a chemical... T- Dude, if you fuck up... If you change your whole suit around and it's mouthwash, how much of a silly goose do you feel like? I changed it to a hazmat outfit because of... 
There was a mouthwash on the table. Well, hopefully for their pride, it was hazardous. Um, Matt Law said there is no risk of explosive hazard in the room. That was a waste of time. Sorry I wasted everybody's time with that fucking story. West Texas shooting. The man. The man. Who uh, fired randomly on West Texas roads was stopped by a group of officers who rammed into his car. Uh, what I heard something about him losing his job before the shooting. That's uh, the visual for uh, the people. And everything like that. Uh, West Texas, there was a shooter. That's all we know. Killed a bunch of fucking people. And uh, they ranged from 15 to 57. Uh, 15-year-old fucking sucks. He was pulled over for not using his signal. Yeah, we'll let the mass shooting go. But uh, that fucking left turn. Better signal, you motherfucker. All right. um, The victims... Number of active shooting. Oh, okay. Well, I thought it was something about he lost his job. I thought it said he lost his job. Responded frequently. I want to know where he worked. That's where police confronted him in a parking lot and killed him. Gunman was slammed by a police vehicle and set spinning into a group of cars where he was soon... And circled by authorities, according to a bystander video. Law enforcement at that point had collectively taken efforts to surround him, and he was not going to go anywhere. He was not going to hurt anybody else. That is the definition of heroism. When you people know you're walking into fire and could be hit. And they were. Investigators are combing through 15 different crime scenes. Uh, Come on. The shooter had been fired from his trucking job hours before killing people. Man, there is nothing good on the news right now. This guy's a piece of shit. Fuck, what's his fucking name? What's this piece of shit's name? Uh, they don't fucking say. What's his name? His name, oh. When 36-year-old Seth Ator began randomly spraying the roads with bullets... Fuck you, Seth. I'm glad you're fucking dead. Anyway, Kansas University faculty wants Chick-fil-A banned from campus for fears of safety and mental well-being. Ugh. Ugh. That's all I gotta say. More pussy bullshit. I guarantee it. More pussy bullshit. A few. Exactly. Here's, Here's a key here. A few Kansas University faculty members. Not most, not a majority, a few. But guess what? They'll get catered to because that's what we do here. That's what we do here. A few Kansas University uh, faculty members are not fans of allowing Chick-fil-A to be served on campus. They feel the chain violates safety and inclusion. Oh, would you just go fuck yourself? If everybody... This is what I'm going back to. This ties perfectly in with the start of my show. If people are offended by Chick-fil-A being served in the school, people won't eat Chick-fil-A at the school. Therefore, sales and purchases 
of Chick-fil-A will dictate, hey, not really doing it for us. Let's bring someone else in because we're not making money off of this Chick-fil-A deal. That's how that works. We don't have to protest. We don't, we, yes, say your point of view, but you don't have to try and get it taken off. I don't even like Chick-fil-A. I think they're mediocre at best. But this shit is fucking all over the country. I don't like it, so nobody should be allowed to have it. Nobody. I decide what's good for everyone. I decide what's offensive. Nobody else's opinion matters. I feel this way, so nobody should be able to have this. Ugh. Hate people. The faculty council filed, filled, with extreme frustration. Once America's favorite restaurant removed from the campus uh, for being a bastion of bigotry. Man, they might be. They have some shitty fucking views. I got some good sandwiches from what I heard. I don't care for them. You might be a racist, but you got some good sandwiches. Anyway, after KU administrators relocated a Chick-fil-A from a basement to prime real estate on campus to Memorial Union. But worse yet to the council is the Chick-fil-A coin toss at the start of the Jayhawks football home games. Hey, they're a sponsor, dummies. The culture of Chick-fil-A fosters hate and discrimination on multiple levels. The sexuality and gender diversity faculty... Oh my God! That's a thing? The The sexuality and gender diversity faculty. Staff council. That's a thing now, people. That's a thing that colleges think is important to have. The sexuality and gender diversity faculty and staff council. That's what we're paying for when we go to school, just so you know. You're paying so that exists. How do you feel? You feel good about it? Or does it piss you off that that's a waste of money? But anyway. Oh, what else did they say? They said, uh... Wrote in a two-page letter accusing university leaders of being more concerned about money and corporate sponsorship than the physical, the physical, emotional, and mental well-being of the marginalized. Oh, okay, they're not including them in the same. The marginalized and LGBTQ people. Well, why does it stop at Q? Why does it stop at Q? Aren't there many more pronouns that somebody can go by? Huh? I'm offended by this article. I'm offended by what the council said here. It can't just be LGBTQ. You can't. Oh, why? Why do I want to be identified as marginalized? Huh? Why? What? Every other letter gets gets put into the marginalized category now. Is that what happens? I can't be part of the LGBTQ. I can be part of the marginalized. Because my pronoun, I don't want to be marginalized. I don't feel marginalized. I just feel like I like to fuck pink feet. Huh? Put that in there. That's my pronoun. Pink feet fucker. That's what it is. Pink feet fucker. Piff for short. (laughs) Oh, God. What is this world? What is this world coming to? I can't help it. I'm a good chef. What do you want from me? I'm a good chef. While the fast food chain is celebrated for its exponential 
customer service, and by exponential, I meant exceptional, because I can't read. It has come under fire several times as its founder and CEO, Dan Cathy, publicly supported traditional marriage in 2012, and opponents have accused Chick-fil-A of being anti-LGBTQ for its charitable giving to the Family Research Council and Salvation Army, to name a few. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, you make chicken sandwiches, right? <laughs> they make chicken sandwiches. Is it? Do we gotta really go this deep into it? They make fucking chicken sandwiches. I mean, Jesus Christ, we all eat pizza, right? You know how many Italians don't like blacks? And the blacks fucking love pizza. I love pizza. I have a lot in common with the black community. We like fucking pizza. We go to those racist fucking assholes. Not to mention. Every fucking mob movie shits all over Italian culture. Or at least, you know, exploits it. They make chicken sandwiches. Jesus fucking Christ. The faculty group added the arrival of Chick-fil-A in this building is insulting, counterproductive, and unacceptable. Or it's just good for the university, you know, and they sell a lot of chicken sandwiches. Uh, in response, the college Republicans on campus started a petition for students, alumni, and concerned citizens to send a ch- send to Chancellor Doug Gerard Geroid. Tell our university administration that our community wants Chick Fil A on this campus. The conservatives, yeah, it's fucking chick. I, I can't, I can't get over it. It's just chicken sandwiches. It's chicken in a sandwich that you eat. And then shit out. There's nothing deeper here. You like it or you don't. Moving forward, I believe it's important to have thoughtful discussion and deliberation when we enter into contracts. In the future, we will do so in a manner that is transparent. Oh, trans! And informed by our commitment to affirm diversity and to be a welcoming and inclusive campus. Yeah. What? Who are you not including in your campus, by the way, by having Chick Fil A there? Are you not? Are you not letting gays in? Are you not letting any people in the that are marginalized or in the LGBTQ community in? You're not letting them go to the school. Are they not allowed to get Chick Fil A? Is that the problem? Are we holding gays back from getting Chick Fil A? Ugh. Anyway, again, this is this is what I'm talking about. This is a problem. This is a problem in the country. We all need to work better to not be so soft and hurt by every little goddamn thing. Can we do that this week, people? Can we make that our goal? We're all going to be stronger people, thicker skinned. We're not going to let the fact that Chick-fil-A donated to a fucking uh, traditional marriage thing or the Salvation Army, which I don't know, maybe there's something they stand for that I don't fucking know about, but... We boil it down to, ah, Chick-fil-A makes chicken sandwiches, and some people like them. And if you don't like them, don't go to Chick-fil-A. That's all I got to say. And take that, uh, take that to heart, and take that in your everyday life. Use that in your everyday life. If you don't like something, don't do it. Don't support it. And if, you know, enough people don't like it, it'll go away. It'll go away. If it's not popular, if it's not good, if it's not talented, it'll go away. And that exactly is why I'm ending this episode. Because I'm not good, I'm not talented, and I'm going to go away. I hope that's not true. (laughs) 
Have a good weekend. I'm just saying, I don't get upset. Let's get to the bottom of it. I'm just saying, don't you take it personal.